Hey, hello. Before we get to the main part of the this episode, there's just this little thing. And I mean, it's not a big thing. I said it's a little thing. And it's related to where some of the bits and pieces of stories can come from. So it could be you read a book or you read something. You think, wow, that's an amazing description. And I suddenly noticed that, oh, it, it's just these things come from watching. That's all you have to do. So there's no, you don't need to study anything, just watch. And so I'm out on the waterfront thinking of what theme to have for this episode and then what to say in this particular episode. And as often happens, I get distracted. So instead of focusing on the thing I said I was going to focus on, I start seeing something. It could be a seagull or whatever. And then I end up looking at that. So today what happened was I'm out there gazing at the water and I sudden I don't know why, but I just looked at the waves being created at the front of a boat as it moved along the river. And I saw a certain amount of foam. And then I looked at another boat and I saw, oh, that has a different amount of foam. Then I looked at another and another. And suddenly I was doing this research, uh, air quotes there, into the size of waves and the wake created by the various boats traveling up and down. And to my surprise, the big, big boats, the big uh, cargo ships, they, they don't disturb the water very much. The main culprits happen to be the uh, canal boats and especially the old canal boats because they really rumple or ruffle up that water. So that was, um, yeah, it's, it, it's an observation. It probably has no great value, but yeah, there you are. <laughs> you listen, so you have it. All right, um, let's get to the main part of the episode. So I've been writing forever, for ages and ages. And as I said in the last episode, it gives me a lot of joy. So I need to do it. I love to do it. Um, but it also comes with a certain quality that I've never been able to shake. And it's sort of like every time, imagine that every time I pick up a pen or pencil, usually a pen, and want to start on a new story or a new chapter, then I'm hit with this really horrible fear, this terrible fear. It's a sense of dread and uh, you imagine sort of heavy butterflies rumbling in the stomach and all that kind of stuff. And it's, a, it's something that I used to fight a lot. I used to think, no, I will not be afraid. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. There's nothing here. And um, I could never win. I just end up getting very, very annoyed at myself. And nowadays, though, and actually for quite a while, I've just accepted it as part of my writing procedure. As for what this fear feels like, then you should imagine um, you're in this very dark, very uncomfortable space. So it's, I don't know, maybe 50 meters by 50 meters. But you cannot see the ceiling and you cannot see to the left and right. It's just so dark. And the only thing you have there is uh, right at the other end is this quite a large opening. And through the opening, you see something like a meadow, um, the trees and all the plants and everything. They seem to call you and say, come along, come along. And the uh, sky is blue, sun is out, a few clouds and all that kind of stuff. And somewhere instinct or common sense just tells you look the easiest way out of this space is simply walk through the opening and sort of go out into the meadow 
unfortunately there's a section of the mind and it really lays down this solid case for the possibility that monsters live in that darkness and these are the kind of monsters that really do not want to have you leave that space so that said if you can imagine the effects of being in such a situation uh, what the, those effects would be on your nervous system then you have an understanding of roughly how I feel when I'm when it's time to start writing I can say the good thing is that I almost always always end up getting out of the dark space going into the meadow and um, doing my thing and because this sort of initial unease has been with me for so 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 long I've had an awful lot of time to study it to sort of just look at it uh, think about it and actually gathered a number of insights into what it's all about and a few of them are what I'm going to share with you in this particular episode the first one can be summarized as no fear no story and what I mean by that is that everything that I've ever written on the days when I just sort of wake up um, I start writing like crazy as if there's just no problem in the world um, there's even <laughs> I think parts of my uh, brain or my ego is shouting oh free at last free at last because the fear has gone or at least it feels as if the fear has gone well everything I've ever written on such a day like that none of it survives um, a second reading so I sort of look at it and <laughs> I mean what I notice it is so bad it is so incredible I, it, it's so just wrong it's so not what I want to do that it attacks the self-confidence and it's the kind of thing because I write on paper that even though I don't do it but metaphorically I burn the paper and then burn the ashes because nobody should ever ever get to read this kind of stuff um, let's see that said I'm, I'm not actually sure whether the act of sort of pushing away the fear allows me to get on with what I need to do or if it's the other way around that I get on with what I need to do and therefore I just have no time, uh, no business with fear. Uh, what I can reiterate however is no fear, no story. This fear has all kinds of forms, has many different forms um, Sometimes they're like these voices, and all of those voices are mine, and they're all shouting at me, sort of give up, uh, or they're just saying, that's rubbish, man, or you call yourself a writer, and, you know, one put down after another just goes on and on and on, and I, I end up sort of having this whole cloud of negativity around me. Uh, my mood darkens, and it really does look in such circumstances that I am not going to write on that particular day. However, there is this thing, the will to write is an incredible force. It's so strong. And sooner or later, I hear myself talking, you know, I talk to myself, I mean, not in my mind, of course, um, in a generally laid back way, suggesting that I give it up with the self-pity, that, you know, I've, I've had that, uh, let the diva tantrums go. And what then happens is, it's as if I get all these, I begin to remind myself of the fun that I know I'm going to have if I can climb over that first barrier. So 
when that happens, usually a few minutes later, there I am, you know, absolutely flying, writing away, having as much fun as I need to have. There are times when the fear appears as this almost paralyzing sense of dread. And really, it's just, I, it's an odd thing, but my brain, it just freezes, or it slows to a crawl, it, you know, it, it does function just about. And I am probably staring at the yellow pad, not really focused on it, but just staring in that direction. Uh, there's a fine liner in my hand, which is obviously waiting for instructions, but it's impossible to think. I cannot move. Um, I'm just there doing absolutely nothing. And what usually snaps me out is the fact that uh, the pen will either fall or my head will drop down and suddenly I'm back in the here and now. At such moments, I usually opt for what I call a tactical retreat because really there are some days when just ain't nothing happening and there's no point, I've discovered that for me there is no point trying to have this uh, zealous discipline and forcing myself to do something that's just not going to happen. So what I tend to do, the, the remedy I use, the most effective one, is to just go out and walk. And while walking, more often than not, whatever issues I had that were blocking me, I find somewhere, I don't know, they just sort of fall to one side. You think, oh yeah, I'm going to do this or do that. And uh, yeah, that's how it goes. However, um, you know, back in the day when I was much younger and therefore had much more energy than I had patience, I would really, I, I remember a few times sitting for at least two hours, just sitting just getting furious, just completely enraged and unable to write a thing and thinking what's wrong with me and what's this and what's that. And um, yeah, you know, but eventually you figure things out. And I will say that what I my personal discovery is that it's very hard to learn not to do something if you don't actually do that thing first. The fear can also be a lot more specific, such as being afraid that I can't get myself to settle down long enough to really concentrate. And in such cases, I suppose a metaphor for concentration would involve catching a really, you know, this ball that's zipping all over the place. And um, the problem then at those, at those points is that for some reason I'm just too wired up to focus. I think there is a reason for that and and it's a real physical reason is that I actually start I just noticed that I'm breathing really fast I'm sort of hyperventilating and it sounds really silly but I can get into such a I don't know the the I've got so much that I want to say and I have to sort of tame it and control it in order to write it down calmly but I'm just too hyper and then I get into a panic about not being able to slow down and um, I can tell you that there have been, I mean, this is all dramatic stuff, but the fact is a couple of times I was, I didn't quite think, oh, am I going to have a heart attack? Because everything was just going ding, 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 and all that. I was feeling all, all weird, but I was pretty close to that. And uh, unfortunately, I can't, because I do have these sort of nerve calming techniques 
And because this is a podcast, I just can't demonstrate the. If even if I did, you wouldn't. You you just it would be quiet. That's all, and so it wouldn't be very useful to you. But trust me, uh, I do have some very very effective uh, procedures for calming writers' nerves、um, enough that I catch that metaphorical ball and can start writing. One of the worst versions of this fear is when it attaches itself to this suggestion that the story I'm writing or have been writing is, first of all, not the story that I really wanted to tell, and also that the story is just crap. So you have a situation where I'm, I I want to write, but I'm just reading. Usually, you know, I read, sort of get up to date again, and then continue writing. So I'm reading this section and. It's like what? What is? I I cannot understand how horrible it. It just seems so terrible. It seems、uh, pretentious. I just feel it's completely, you know, useless.、Uh, I feel hopeless. And from that point on, you know, I get stricken with this.、Um, I don't know, sense of j- just really, really being small and inadequate and blah blah blah. And it's almost as if the writing, what I've written, is just so. I feel this, of course. I feel that the writing is so bad; it's sort of scorching my own eyes.、Uh, my brain is probably screaming out, "Please, no, 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 no more, no more." You know that kind of stuff. And it's possible, and I have to. I'm quite sh- embarrassed by this confession. But what follows is this really incredible display of. I suppose ham acting, an exuberant、uh, emotional expression. So it's this sort of odd blend between alas, alas, and worries me. And I just, in my head, just start feeling so sorry for myself. And there's nothing I can do because I'm just wallowing and wallowing in this huge pit of self pity. And I'm actually enjoying every single moment. And I have the excuse not to come up because I say, just imagine how you would feel if everything you had written turned out to be nothing. And、uh, yeah, so th- it goes on like that. But、um, you know, sometimes we should stop and wonder at ourselves. So in this case, I would like us to stop and wonder at how many times we actually come up with a solution to our own problems. So there I am, you know, giving the performance of my life,、uh, a melodramatic masterpiece that brings to life a writer who has just come to realize everything they have done is absolutely without meaning. The writer's despondence、uh, can be seen in my every move,、um, in the anguished, the the tormented howls that pass my lips, and. You know, this is wallowing to the max. That you cannot wallow in self-pity in a greater fashion than this. And I'm feeling pretty good about feeling completely miserable and worthless. And、um, you know, I'm on a roll of sorrow, picking up speed and all that stuff. And then suddenly, this part of myself that still believes in dignity, that、um, applies common sense to most things, it just steps into the situation and it says, stroke, asks. Really, the good thing is that all of this stuff that I'm talking about it plays out in the mind. So I never actually wail. You would not hear me wail. You would not see me roll around the floor in、uh, general suffering. 
you probably would see that I'm a bit grumpy or a bit moody, but that's just about it. Um, and also what happens is that once that voice says really or asks really, I find myself laughing at like, man, what is your problem? What are you doing? What is this? You know, just like, who is it for? It's only me. It's me and the paper. And, you know, so yeah, 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 that, that can happen. And it's possible that when that happens, the humor, the amusement is sort of channeled into getting back to work. And um, I'm not sure, maybe I, I haven't, a, an actual memory of saying okay now I'm going to channel the the good vibes from laughing at myself into doing work but I can I tend to notice that when I have those super dramatic uh, diva attacks <laughs> then uh, it doesn't take long before I find myself actually writing again and um, often followed yeah I don't know usually somewhere along that I say yeah come on what was all that about but yeah so I think that's it for the fear there is some more stuff but I I notice I'm pushing a little with time so yeah yeah that that's it for fear and uh yeah talk soon <laughs>